Merhaba, Turkish Tea Time'a hoş geldiniz. Ben Büşra. And ben Justin. Today we've got an intermediate lesson. Evet. Bugün neden bahsediyoruz Justin? We are talking about dick constructions. Yes, dick yapısı. Which uh, everyone always tells us, when's your lesson on dick coming up? And so here, here you go everyone. Evet. Here, here's a lesson on dick. We're starting in the intermediate. We're actually doing some participle lessons next week mm-hmm. at the beginner level. But this week we're showing you uh, kind of lots of different contexts that dick can show up mm-hmm. in. And there, it's it's a little tricky because these constructions aren't always like related to each other. They're you have to memorize them somehow, right? Right. You kind of have you have to learn the constructions themselves. Dick serves a couple different functions, and then it also on top of those is present in all these different constructions that you just kind of need to learn. Mm-hmm. And so today we're giving you a buffet, if you will, <laughs> a taste of some of these constructions. Yeah. Yani bugünkü diyalogumuzun içinde bir sürü dık var. Tamam. Mm-hmm. Should we listen? Evet, hadi başlayalım. All right, here we go. Merhaba, ben sağlık sigortası yaptırmak istiyorum. Kimliğinizin fotokopisini çektirin. Şuradaki odadan formu alın ve doldurun. Formu doldurduktan sonra sekretere götürün. Neden müdüre götürmüyorum? Müdür öğle yemeğinde olduğu için şu an burada değil. Ama saat 3 oldu. Geldiğimden beri bu sıcak odada oturuyorum ve saat 9'da geldiğim halde hala bekliyorum. Evet, siz geç geldiğiniz için maalesef beklemelisiniz. Müdür geldiğinde sizi şikayet edeceğim. Dilek şikayet formları şurada. Doldurun ve ikinci kattaki sekretere verin. Alright, we are going to resist the urge to make inappropriate jokes about this <laughs> suffix because it's too obvious and Turkish Tea Time is a family-friendly <laughs> production. <laughs> anyway, okay, so dick clauses. So dick does two big things, I think. One, it can be a participle. An object, so grammar nerds will call it an object participle, meaning mm-hmm. it, it modifies, it can be used on a verb to modify the object of a sentence. Mesela, sevdiğim adam. So, a man that I love, mm-hmm. right? A man that I love. And you can also, uh, to get the different persons, you conjugate that, that dik. You add the personal suffix to the dik. So, the man that you love would be... Sevdiğin adam. Sevdiğin adam, that we love, mm-hmm. the man that we love. Sevdiğimiz adam. Sevdiğimiz adam. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's number one, and that's kind of the simplest case. But dik can also be used to form subordinate clauses. Evet. Uh-huh. So, like, for example... Beni sevdiğini biliyorum. So I know that you love me. Mm-hmm. Çok bugün çok seveceğiniz Justin. Çok teşekkür ederim. <laughs> çok teşekkür ederim. Uh, so this is what you use like after certain verbs force this construction, right? Uh-huh. Like uh, bilmek mm-hmm. to know that it has a, a close correspondence with English actually, because in English you know that something happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Görmek olabilir. You, know, you see that something mm-hmm. happened. Adamın geldiğini gördüm. Right. I saw that the man came. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What other verbs? I heard. I okay. heard that. So that's the other. The, so that's that's two big things that Dick mm-hmm. does. They're both. It's turning verbs. It's like putting them into clauses. Evet. Uh-huh. Turkish style, <laughs> right? There's this kind of like third class of Dick constructions. Uh, and they're not alone, right? They're not alone. There's mm-hmm. like a, there's a ton of them, and lots of times if you like encounter them when you're reading or you're speaking or you're listening, y- you have to have encountered and learned them. You can't necessarily just translate them off the page using uh-huh. what you know about participles and uh, subordinate clauses. And actually, the meaning depends on what's coming after "dik," the postpositions. Right, postpositions, and they're called that in Turkish because these words usually function very similarly to how like a preposition mm-hmm. would function in English. So. Anyway, if this all seems confusing, what's an example? 
uh, we have an example in our dialogue, actually. No, you just want to jump into the dialogue? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> Bushido doesn't want to mess around. Straight <laughs> to the dialogue. So in today's dialogue, we're dealing with bureaucracy. We're waiting in line. We're filling out papers. Uh, As always. It, yeah, it's boring. <laughs> but uh, the subject's boring. I think the dialogue is informative and cool, though. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we walk in and we're talking to uh, somebody that works in the office. What do we say? Merhaba. Ben sağlık sigortası yaptırmak istiyorum. Okay, pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. Sikorta, which is funny. That might be like an obscure word to somebody that hasn't lived in Turkey. Mm -hmm. But once you're in Istanbul, like, you see that everywhere. Sigorta, bizim için çok önemli. Yeah, exactly. It's on buildings. It's on buildings everywhere. And yeah, so, Turkey is a dangerous place. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So you better have <laughs> insurance. Sigorta, evet, insurance. insurance. Okay, and then what do they say? Kimliğinizin fotokopisini çektirin. Şuradaki odadan form alın ve doldurun. Formu doldurduktan sonra sekretere götürün. Okay, so we see our first uh, dick construction at the end there. But really quick, what is this çektirmek, photocopy çektirmek? Mm, it's like make somebody copy it. It's like that, that, causative. <coughs> that causative form uh -huh. of çekmek, right? Çekmek, uh -huh. çektirmek means like you make somebody copy the thing. And it's not forcing, like, is it in English? Right, it's just like a, somehow you compel the act mm -hmm. through... You call somebody else to do it. Right, mm -hmm. so that, that T-I-R, check tirmek, that, mm -hmm. that's like the causative suffix. Mm -hmm. Evet. And we have diktan sonra. Right, diktan sonra. So, this is what we're kind of talking about, is that it doesn't... If you look at dik, how it's used in this construction, it's not used like a participle or a subordinate... <laughs> phrase, but it does create sort of a clause. Uh -huh. We have the verb doldurmak. Right, doldurmak, mm -hmm. which is to fill out. Yes. Right. Doldurduktan sonra. Yeah, it's a, mal it's a mouthful. <laughs> doldurduktan sonra. Mm -hmm. After filling out. After filling out. But there's there's like there's no consistency here, right? That's kind of what we want to get through. Uh, this there's like you can't say doldurduktan önce. Hmm, yeah, right. you can't say it. You have to say doldurmadan önce. Doldurmadan önce. Mm -hmm. So önce has a completely, to say before something, You have it's a completely different construction. Yeah. So here you just kind of learn diktan. Sonra. You have to memorize it like diktan sonra. Right. Don't memorize it like sonra. Gelmek. Mm -hmm. Geldikten sonra. Exactly. You just throw it on there, no problem. It's kind of fun to say, actually. <laughs> sonra. Evet. Um, but interesting, on this one, there's no person. Evet. Uh -huh. And so do you just... You just pull that from the context, I guess. Like, how would you say, you know, after I went? Uh, it's the same. Ben doldurduktan sonra. There is no person agreement in here. Right. So uh -huh. if it's, can we throw like the pronoun before? Ben, biz, to make it more uh -huh. clear? Biz or? doldurduktan sonra. Uh, or, for example, you can actually uh, get the pronoun from the second sentence. Like, doldurduktan sonra formu sekretere götürdüm. Right. Who is filling? I am filling. Makes sense. So that's kind of our first dik construction thing. Yeah. Diktan sonra. <laughs> very, very useful. After something. Yeah. Okay. And then what do they say? Neden müdüre götürmüyorum? Okay. So he's asking, why can't I just bring it to the manager? Mm -hmm. Right? Pretty clear. Müdür is like manager, director, manager. official. Mm -hmm. It has like a lot it of the school authority mm -hmm. of some sort. Okay. And then what does the secretary say? Müdür öğle yemeğinde olduğu için şu an burada değil. Okay, so here we see another one. Uh, dik için. Mm -hmm. Dik için. Because he is in lunch. So in this sentence, he is at lunch. So uh -huh. yemeğinde olduğu için. Right. Mm -hmm. So öyle yemeğinde olduğu için. Mm -hmm. Olduğu here being like to be and then with that locative to be at. Mm -hmm. So 
But the thing is, we change the form if I say I am at lunch since because I am at lunch. For example, öğle yemeğinde olduğum için. Right, you have to put that personal suffix. So it's different from dikten sonra. Için. Right, dikten sonra had no person, mm-hmm. right? And now here it actually does. So depending on who the person is, we have to change it to oldumuz, oldukları, olduk evet, olduklar, oldukları için. Yeah. And so here it's because he is, so we have just have that you. Oldu. Evet. Nice. We just like harmonized. Oldu için. So because of or due to, something like that. So dik için. So we've got diktan sonra. Now we've got dik için. De için, let's say. Yeah, better to say de için because you actually, you never really see this unconjugated. If you will, right? Yeah, you cannot say dik için. Ben geldik için buradayım. And oh. that, that's true about dik always. You never really see a dik verb like alone. Like you never see geldik. It's always geldiyim, geldiyim. Mm-hmm. If it's in a like in a subordinate clause. Right. Mm-hmm. Geldik means I came. Like we came. Nice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> geldik sounds like the the we past tense. Biz geldik. It's a so. simple sentence. Right. Okay. What does he say? Ama saat üç oldu. Okay, real quick here. This so we try in these dialogues to write very colloquial Turkish, and here's a good example of something like we could have just said ama saat üç, but it's three o'clock. Mm-hmm. But here we threw that oldu in, which mm-hmm. Turkish people to us to us learning Turkish, it seems like you throw this word in just like randomly wherever you want. Oldu here, yeah. <laughs> but here ama saat üç oldu. What is oldu? It's like do? it's already three. It gets like it's. Late, I mean. <laughs> right, so oldu here is emphasizing like literally it has become. Mesela geç oldu. Geç oldu. Mm-hmm. It has become three o'clock. So we're not just saying, but it's three o'clock. We're saying, we're, we're like emphasizing our impatience, mm-hmm. if you will. Geldiğimden beri bu sıcak odada oturuyorum. Ve saat dokuzda geldiğim halde hala bekliyorum. Alright, so we've got two new ones here. First, we've got... Geldiğimden beri. Okay, um, so what does that mean? Since I came here. Beri, I recognize, since in mm-hmm. Turkish. So when you combine it with this diem dan beri, so that mm-hmm. I am, I'm guessing that this is conjugated as well. You have to have the personal evet. suffix on Geldim me. Right. And also it's not just beri, it's dan beri. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, and this makes kind of, this makes sense. You're using the word beri, which means, you know, since then. Mm-hmm. And it's since, you know, from that point. Exactly. So the mm-hmm. ablative or the from suffix then here, it kind of makes sense. Okay. Also, we have geldiğim halde in the R- sentence. Right, yeah. at the end. Geldiğimden beri bu sıcak odada oturuyorum. Okay, so that means since I came, I've been sitting in this hot room. Evet. And? Ve saat dokuzda geldiğim halde hala bekliyorum. Saat dokuzda geldiğim halde. So what's this? This Geldiğim halde means like, although I'm here. Hala bekliyorum. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's he's like, I've been here since nine. Mm-hmm. But, or like, although. Although. Can be. Um, can be. I'm mm-hmm. still waiting. Hala, still, still waiting. Mm-hmm. And then. We also have agreement. Again, again. Right. Geldiğim halde. <laughs> but again, uh, to come back to sort of our pattern for this lesson, it's not geldiğim dan. Halde. Mm-hmm. It's just halde. Right. You can't you can't predict how these constructions are going to turn out. So mm-hmm. uh, you just kind of have to learn them. It's like similar to sorry. It's like similar to oldu için. There is no dan e. 
It's just Ichin, and here we have Halde. Mm-hmm. But then, and then Diktan Sonra was completely different from everything yeah, it's else. It's like Yalim Dan Right, and this is actually, uh, I hate telling people to just like memorize stuff. Uh, it's never fun. But Turkish, this is actually quite uncommon for Turkish. Turkish is an incredibly regular language. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> are you flattered? Are you flattered? <laughs> are you flattered by how regular your language yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, I um, think so. But anyway, let's keep rolling. Evet. Siz geç geldiğimiz için maalesef beklemelisiniz. And so here we've got the same construction yeah. we saw before. Mm-hmm. Like olduğu için, we have geldiğiniz için. Right, except for this, it's the plural or mm-hmm. polite you form. İniz, geldiğiniz, mm-hmm. için. Yes, because you came late. Due to your coming late or because mm-hmm. you came late. Uh, which here, he said he came at nine, but uh, I've been to some of these Turkish government offices. <laughs> you need to go at like 6 a.m. the day before you're yeah. supposed to be there. <laughs> uh, and then bekle melisin is the meli you should. You should wait. So then he's probably not too happy about this. What does our guy say? Müdür geldiğinde sizi şikayet edeceğim. Yeah. So one more dick uh, <laughs> one more deconstruction for this dialogue. Yeah. And it's very different from the others actually, right? It is different. Yeah, it looks different. It does look different and it's actually when you're reading, I found this one uh, when I first learned this one. It was hard to pick up because it's it's sort of subtle. It's mm-hmm. just the locative suffix that day mm-hmm. on a dick verb. Yeah, but it's actually not func- functioning as a locative suffix, right? It's, it means when in English. Right. Yeah. So when. So when you add the locative to uh, the dick verb with a personal suffix, right? Uh-huh. So here we have the personal suffix again. This is you, when you came. Geldiğinde. Or we can say geldiğimde. Right. My, when I came. Mm-hmm. When I came. Geldiklerinde. When they came. Yes. Okay, and then actually, if instead of a dative, you put an ablative, that mm-hmm. den, that from suffix, it becomes yet another valid construction, right? Yeah, it's like için. Seni sevdiğimden yapıyorum. What does it mean, Justin? I did it because I love you. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It's like için. Seni sevdiğim için yapıyorum. The same thing. Right, and it, it kind of makes sense. Like, you're... Because dan, the ablative in Turkish is used for, a, like, causation. Huh? It's like, like the source. Right, it comes from that. And so it kind of makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So these constructions, uh, once once you figure them out, you, they're very easy to read because uh, <laughs> the post positions you'll probably recognize. Like you recognize what ichin means and halde and mm-hmm. sonra. You know what these mean. Um, but you just kind of have to learn the little technical details mm-hmm. of how to put them all together. Yeah. Um, so, okay. When the guy comes, we are shikayet edecem. Shikayet etmek. Right. Mm-hmm. To complain. Yes. To make a complaint. And then... Dilek şikayet formları şurada. Doldurun ve ikinci kattaki sekretere verin. Ha. Ha ha ha. So. It's like a wish circle. <laughs> yeah. What, what is the dilek? Dilek şikayet formları. Like dilek is wish. Wish. Şikayet you mean. Like so like complaint. a request. Ha <laughs> ha. Request. Right. So the complaint request form is şurada over there. Uh-huh. Doldurun. Fill it. Fill it out. Uh-huh. İkinci kataki sekreteri veri. Mm-hmm. The secretary in, in the second floor. Right. Mm-hmm. Awful. Evet. Çok kötü. Yes. <laughs> yazık adama. Evet. Çok yazık. <laughs> Çok yazık. Çok kötü. <laughs> tamam. Evet. Bu kadar mı? Bitti mi yani? Bitti mi yani? Bu kadar mı? Evet. Uh, so we learned some dick constructions. There are actually like a lot more. Çok fazla var. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a lot. 
<laughs> so, um, but we've given you some of the most common ones, and now you know when you see one of these weird constructions, or you see dik, you know it's not always necessarily a participle or a subordinate clause. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just one of these weird constructions that means after or because of or when or whatever. So you have to be careful about the context, right? Yeah, be careful mm-hmm. about the context. But after you've seen, uh, you know, whatever, Geldim Holiday a few times, you very quickly recognize yes. it. Yes. Uh-huh. So, uh, don't be afraid of it. This, <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. But let's listen to this dialogue one more time and see if you can pick them out at full speed. Old. Ready? Evet. Merhaba. Ben sağlık sigortası yaptırmak istiyorum. Kimliğinizin fotokopisini çektirin. Şuradaki odadan formu alın ve doldurun. Formu doldurduktan sonra sekretere götürün. Neden müdüre götürmüyorum? Müdür öğle yemeğinde olduğu için şu an burada değil. Ama saat 3 oldu. Geldiğimden beri bu sıcak odada oturuyorum ve saat 9'da geldiğim halde hala bekliyorum. Evet, siz geç geldiğiniz için maalesef beklemelisiniz. Müdür geldiğinde sizi şikayet edeceğim. Dilek şikayet formları şurada. Doldurun ve ikinci kattaki sekretere verin. Buşra, konuştuktan sonra ne yapacaksın? Konuştuktan sonra yemek yiyeceğim. I swear, every <laughs> for the people that listen to these regularly, they're gonna think we are the fattest, <laughs> the fattest. But it's true, doğru, açım. Okay, okay. It's, we we end all of these with like, hey, I'm so hungry. We're gonna go eat. Okay. Anyway, tamam. Anyway, uh, we've got like the dialogue and everything on the website TurkishT10.com. Otherwise. We are going to be back tomorrow. Evet. And we would love it if you joined us. Evet. Bizi dinlediğiniz için Çok teşekkürler. teşekkürler. Evet. Çok teşekkür ederiz. Çok teşekkürler. Görüşmek Tam. üzere. Hoşça kalın. Bye bye. bye.